So three very quick and interesting spasemes. It's a little bit of chasidus, a little bit of a different tonality. Vimagila, um, I'll read you the language because with spasemes, not just the concepts, the language. And Ramithal once told me, we're going to give a sikha Friday night, he would read spasemes, not because he needed information or material, he just wanted to get into the spirit. He's reading the words. You read the words. Vimagila nikru Yisrael rak b'shem Yehudim. Somehow in the Megillah, we're learning a little Hasidus today. In the Megillah, we refer to as Yehudim for the first time in Tanakh. It's scattered here and there, but Lashmid, Laharog, Labed, is Kol HaYehudim, Ishudim, Ayabish Hashanah, La Yehudim, Aisar, Vesim, Chavisaz, Mikakimu, Vakiblu HaYehudim. And that becomes our name. We're called Jews for thousands of years. We're called Yehudim. And Megillah says, is where this name makes its first appearance. So the Pashtus says, it's because this is turning over a new leaf. A new chapter in history. We've lost the ten tribes. Basically, we're moving forward to a new stage of history. The first base of Mikdash has ended. We're now moving to the second base of Mikdash. Sadly, in the second base of Mikdash, it's primarily Yehuda. So it's a sad commentary on the fact that we've lost Israel and Yaakov because we don't have so many components of Israel and Yaakov. But for the Samasemis, nothing is just practical. It's all metaphysical. It's all the word Yehuda, he says, comes from the word to confess, to admit, to acknowledge. It also means to thank you, but it also means to acknowledge. And the Jews, and I'll paraphrase a little bit, no matter how low they sink, and no matter how much they veer from Torah and mitzvot, they still acknowledge HaKadosh Baruch We still, as far as Am Yisrael strays throughout the Dara's, except in the modern period, it's a different issue. We always protect the monotheists, and we always preserve the HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We always remote it Hashem. That name Yehuda became the name that would carry us throughout our history, because even though they were returning to the first base of Mikdash, it was obvious it wasn't going to reach the glory of the second base, the first base of Mikdash, the second one, and obviously we're going to go into Gullah, so this became our Gullah's name. They'd be called Jews, that even though we'd suffer, and even though we'd be in foreign lands, and even though our mitzvahs would suffer, Yehudi would still maintain a Kodesh presence in this world. One day, we'll return and get our original name. What's our original name? The higher name, Tzvah says, not to be Yehudi, but to be Israel. So, I don't know. Sound, sounds pretty good to me. If we can maybe one day make a state, we'll call it Israel, then this will be an upgrade on just being Yehudi. Of course, you have to be Yehudi as well. That's what he says. V'shem Yehudim lamata mishemos Yaakov Yisrael. It's lower than Yaakov and Yisrael. Yaakov and Yisrael, the more superior names. And even though they were just Yehudim, they want Yaakov and Yisrael. They were Zacha to all the Yehudim of Sa'ara, V'simcha, V'sas and Bikar. Okay. Why did they wait? Why did they wait a couple months to issue the letters? The, uh, the plot was discovered at Nisan, but they waited till Sivan to write the letters, Chafkim al-Sivan to write the letters. The answer is Am Yisrael knew that this would have to be not just a rescue from genocide, but somehow they had to rejuvenate Talmud Torah. And that's why Purim was Kimu Kiblu was a minor Harsinai, that Am Yisrael accepted the Torah, the Gemara says in Shabbos, this is, this is the final reversal of Kafalei Marachagigas, because Kafalei Marachagigas didn't give us a choice, but here we willfully accepted Torah, especially Torah Shabbat, which started right after Purim, the first stirrings of Torah Shabbat, because the last Nevi'im disappeared right around the beginning of the second Besamikdash, Chagat Zechayim Malachi, and they gave way to the Anshik and Esachidola, who weren't Nevi'im, they were Chachamim, and they started more or less the process of Torah Shabbat, they weren't yet Tanayim, but they started shifting from Nevi'im to Chachma. So Am Yisrael knew that for Purim to, 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 to matter, it couldn't just be rescuing us from salvation, it had to be 
redistilling her Sinai, reinventing her Sinai. And if you saw the article I wrote in uh, the Torah Tidbits this past weekend, there's a beautiful medrash. Tell me if you know what this medrash It sounds familiar. That all the trees came to Hashem and offered their services to hang Haman. And each tree said, I have a better resume than the other tree. Some said, I give Esrog, I do a mitzvah. Some said, Kamisol is compared to me. And Hashem decided, I'm going to choose the lowest, most humble tree to hang Haman. What does it sound like? Harsinai. So Chazal are paralleling what happened in Harsinai with what happened in Nespur. And what's the main parallel? That before Harsinai, we defeat Amalek. So same thing in Purim. We have to defeat evil in order to lead Torah to surge forward. So whenever we defeat evil, it creates a metaphysical reality in our world that allows Torah to move forward, allows Torah to prosper. And unless we advance Torah, then our defeat of evil will be pointless. So it happened in Har Sinai. We defeated Amalek and it led to Har Sinai. It happened in Purim. We defeated Amalek. And it led to Kimu Kiblu. It led to another Shavua. So it led to another Sivan. And, I think, he doesn't say this because he didn't live. It happened in the 20th century. The world, in general, rose to defeat evil, Nazism. And after the defeat of Nazism, which may or may not be Amalek, but it's certainly an evil force in this world, it led to this amazing sprouting of Torah, which, the likes of which we haven't experienced in thousands of years. So... The presence of Torah in our world is a function of the presence of evil. And if we're able to suppress evil, to eliminate evil, there's more room for Akadosh Baruch Hu's word, for Akadosh Baruch Hu's presence to be felt. Or his language, Anytime the Russia is destroyed or suppressed, Then Torah flowers, since we have a little bit of more time, since no breakfast today. So it says that Mordechai went into Galus, but it doesn't say that he went into Galus, it says he forced himself into Galus. It's a strange word. It sounds like Mordechai chose to go into Galus. I'm going to go into Galus. But this was an intentional Galus, not necessarily from Mordechai, but by Kadosh Baruch Hu, that Hashem always sends a few people into Galus that's have the spirit of Gula, and they can redeem people, even the other people in Gullus, they can still maintain, because what happens with Gullus is we get blinded to the possibility of leaving. Vayachsu, by the end of Parshas Vayigash, Lamanistaba Parshas Vayigash, Vishinistmai, and Yem Shayisra, Mitzaras Hashibur. So Hashem sent Mordechai to be the Ishihudi, the Ishihidi, to rally people and not to let them sink into this apathy of Gullus. Or in the language of the Sfas Emes, Rodia, Kibachal Gullus, Hakarish Barhu, Nechen Sadik. Asher who ain't no begalus, he creates a tzaddik who's not really in galus, even though it's geographically in galus. The nichnas bein hagolim, he's hanging out with the people in galus. Kedei lios hachana legula, that he should be the spark plug for gula. The lechenk sivu monachai lo yichrav lo yishtachav. He never bowed down, not just to Haman, but to the pressures of galus. So Hashem always places the tzaddikim in galus, and again, it can either be that sends them into galus, like when a galus occurs, or even when a galus is 1,800 years long. Hashem creates people with a redemptive spirit in Gullus, that even though they're in Gullus, they're able to see. And this is what Hasidus is trying to message on Yisrael, that even though Gullus is very, very long, you don't realize. Behind the scenes, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is still moving Jewish history forward, and redemption is happening. You just can't see it in Poland of the 18th century. But don't get depressed. It's happening, says Hasidus in general. And there are people who understand that, says the Sfas Emes, and they're the modern-day Mordechais. So it's like a whole different way of thinking. 
why were we called Yehudim? Why was it written in Sivan? And why Mordechai opted to go into Galus, at least Hashem sent him there. He wasn't really in Galus, he was an anti Galus uh, force amongst the people in Galus. Okay? So a little bit of Hasidus for Purim. So, guys, we're going to come to my house tomorrow. We have to find